And um, he was admitted to the hospital after experiencing chest pains and some breathing difficulties. Um, and so the doctors x-rayed him to determine what could be causing his chest pains in an otherwise healthy uh, young uh, man. Turns out uh, this guy was diagnosed with a severe fungal infection of his lungs. And when the um, medics and the doctors took an oral history from him, they discovered that this uh, fungal infection in his lungs was most likely caused by his pretty intense habit of sniffing and smelling and rubbing on his dirty socks after he'd been wearing them every day. As a result of the outbreak, your city or entire region may be endangered by a lethal agent. If conditions at your location make this a possibility, you need to consider staying in place until the threat has subsided or blown over. Hey everybody and welcome back to Viral Load Podcast, a disease podcast for this disease world. As always, I'm Maddie Pupa. And I'm smoking Brett Bahills. Yeah. Not the cigarette kind, the, <laughs> the Northern California wildfire kind. The world is still on fire kind. Yeah, because what what could beat a pandemic in 2020? Well, how about let's just, uh, how about a weird like summer lightning storm Yeah, that catches like half of Northern California on fire, and now we have wildfires and a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're. That's what I'm doing. They're like, hey, you your doing? COVID <laughs> deaths went down, so let's now. Yeah. Uh, let's all now make sure that uh, you got a bunch of wildfire deaths and people losing their houses because, you know, Just, what's a good yeah. way to not get a uh, a horrible sickness uh, to be outside, a homeless, <laughs> because yeah, your house yeah. burnt down. You know. Yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking, well, okay, just when you think it's safe to maybe go outside, maybe go for a run or something. No, back inside because the air quality is terrible. Yeah. And um, now we're back inside. So it's like, it's like one shelter in place reason after another in this year of our Lord 2020. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they were even saying like the, and the, the even the, the heat has been so bad in some areas that even yeah. without the fires, like the places that have been like 110, 112, 115, their air quality, it's like, do not go outside. Do not do yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. You will die. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, what I'm Except- telling you is right now, <laughs> California is a bastion of hope. Uh, yeah. So come on yeah. down. Yeah, we're doing okay. We'll be fine. But yeah. it is uh, it is kind of like a hellscape outside, and my car is covered in, like, ash, and uh, it is uh, very, very smoky, and um, it hurts to breathe outside. So <laughs> we're uh, we're back inside. Uh, luckily, we're used to it because it's we've been <laughs> yeah, it's quarantine because of a pandemic, so it's, you know, uh, that's that's great. But we there's an abundance of masks, right? And we, we're all used to wearing masks. So now, uh, for those of you listening to this, uh, we, we know we got listeners from outside of California and outside of the U.S. Um, yeah, California is on fire right now. <laughs> and we're still uh, pandemicking away. We still are covid is all get out. Yeah, I and, hope you guys um, are enjoying your freedom. Uh, we can see yeah, it. You know? We're struggling. Yeah, Send- we're the kids who are still like, we're, we're, in deten- <laughs> we're stuck in detention, but somehow yeah. you got out. Uh, yeah. Or we're grounded for doing the same thing that you did, but we uh, keep <laughs> throwing gum at the teacher's hair, and we exactly. won't learn. <laughs> yeah, we're we're putting chalk in the erasers because we think it's hilarious yeah. every time the teacher tries yeah. to clean up the board. That's yeah, 
Because, like, if you've ever seen, like, War of the Worlds and, like, that weird lightning at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, that's what it was like here, like, a week ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, crap. Like, because it has been bone dry. There's just kindling a, a plenty. And sure enough, boom, massive, uncontrolled wildfires. Yeah. And so that's what we're dealing with. So you, um, what's yeah, up with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you're, like, in a little town there uh, yeah, outside I'm, of San Fran. I'm in, um, I'm in the I'm in a, a, I'm in a giant timber forest so it's yeah like, uh, i'm picturing like you were talking about the uh the ash and everything i just rewatched yeah. stranger things because why not um yeah, and great. i'm picturing you uh, like in the upside down in a small town where all like the ash is coming down over you and you're just trying <laughs> yeah. to walk outside and you're like i can't escape it you're the uh, will character where your entire life is just upside down all the time and everybody else is like it's fine yeah and you're like yeah, this that's... isn't safe <laughs> this isn't regular but I was like, yeah, what's what's next, 2020? And, um, you know, I did read that one article that was going around predicting maybe like a possible uh, comet or, or asteroid or whatever coming close to the Earth right around the uh, November time. Yeah. So that's, have... that's kind of still what I'm what I'm thinking is like we're still we're either due for the big one, like a giant earthquake. Uh, let me just. That's <laughs> me knocking on my wooden desk. Um, yeah. Or some kind of comet asteroid kind of thing. So, yeah, I uh, think we'll, people we'll are see. like shooting too high right now. We don't have that kind of funding in 2020. Okay, we've already used it all. Our budget is big enough for like maybe a fire, maybe a flood, but uh, yeah. comets and all that. We don't have, you know, we don't have the money for that. Yeah, I feel happen. like if California was a person in a previous life, it like kicked a bunch of puppies or something. <laughs> yeah, it's for sure. Karma's coming due. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, when we're talking, uh, and by the way, uh, for those of you just joining us for the first time, thank you for checking out Viral Love Podcast. We appreciate it. You're beautiful. Uh, and uh, if you are a returning listener, which we see the numbers, uh, and you're bored Some right of now, you are right coming this back. Minute, God yeah. bless you. <laughs> you know, thank you for coming back. Yeah. But if you could head over to uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a review and uh, rate us, that'd be awesome. That really helps us out. Uh, so yeah, you could do that. And if you're new, uh, this is a viral particle or one of our mini-sodes. So this will be a quick excerpt. And usually we find a few, uh, funny and weird articles yeah. from around the world that have to do somewhat with healthcare and, uh, and disease and fun stuff. Uh, and then we kind of go over it. So, uh, we have yeah. a few fun things and one of those things actually ties into the fires. So yeah, Come yeah. On, baby light my fire. <laughs> Oh, that might have to be the outro song. I'll be okay. It. Well, uh, we, yeah, we have a few. Op- we have a few options. What will we play? You'll I'll just. just it'll just be a, on the end. The uh, the end will just be a bunch of songs. It'll be as long as the actual episode. It'll be perfect. Cool. I'm down. So with stay it. tuned at the end of the episode for uh, a whole playlist of fun things. We'll just get sued by the Doors Estate. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Fine. Come at me. I don't have any money anyway to lose. <laughs> um, so speaking of nothing to lose, um, the. California wildfires are happening. So there's there's a few different kind of interesting angles with this. One is like we know that COVID is uh, there's a strong correlation between like air quality and like smoking and basically things that that injure your lungs or make your lungs like weaker and like COVID severity. Um, there seems to be something to that. So like the fact that a virus is rampaging around a respiratory virus while everyone is breathing in this noxious, uh, smoky air, um, you know, there's that angle to it. Uh, there's the fact that, you know, people are still refusing to wear masks, but will this then force kind of mask behavior, um, you know, because of the fires, uh, and then there's the, um, 
the issue of, well, a lot of people have to get evacuated when uh, there's fires and have to like sometimes go to shelters. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are actually like being told not to go to shelters because that's like the opposite of what you do in a pandemic is like bring large groups of people together. Yeah, so I'm picturing um, that like gymnasium scene that we always like see every time there's a big natural disaster or something, and yeah. you're huddling all these cots together that are usually you know a few feet apart with this mm-hmm. little tiny partition. And now what are we gonna do? You know, like and, and at the same time we and uh, we we didn't even scratch the surface of it because it doesn't have to do what we're doing right now. But yeah. also there are hurricanes hitting the Gulf Coast, so they're getting crushed yeah. right now too. So, yeah. um, lots I of fun mean, stuff happening. Yeah, I mean the pandemic did not put a put a pause on all the other horrible natural disasters that uh, are increasing in frequency. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the mega fires in California are you know I've I've been up here for I'm on my fifth year now, and uh, it just seems like each year each fire season is like new records breaking like new record breaking fires or like words like the biggest fire or you know something like that some superlative. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's expected to kind of, you know, continue to get worse and worse for different reasons, part of which is uh, due to climate change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, that's our thing. Oh, I forgot. What, what an, another thing that could round off the year is the, uh, did I say the earthquake, the big one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you said yeah, that. Okay. So um, that, that could happen though. There's okay. been rumblings. There's been small ones. Because that's actually what, when you kind of walk around hearing people grumbling and stuff, they're like, oh, God, what else is next? Uh, th- the common one that people are grumbling up here is like, well, we're due for that big earthquake. Yeah. Um, so I, think I feel like now when I hear people here. say it, it's not even so much we're due. They're almost like, come on, get it over with. <laughs> you know, they're I so dare dejected. you. <laughs> I yeah. dare, I come dare on. bring it on. We've made yeah. it through everything this year. Just get it over with, and then we can huh. try to see who's left in 2021, and we can move forward. Joke's you on know? you, nature. I'm already dead inside. You can't <laughs> kill me. <laughs> yeah, I've been dead for seven months. You just don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I'm a husk of a human being. I can't I can't be injured by an earthquake. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> oh, that's um, But even though you're a husk of a human being, when, well. if you're dealing with a wildfire, you might be asking yourself, okay, well, now this is more serious. What kind of mask do I actually need? You know? Uh, because there is so much back and forth about all the different types of masks you can be wearing right now. I know people are doing cool things like cutting the mouths out of them so that they can talk better, uh, cutting out the noses so they can smell better. I mean, all great ideas. Uh, But everybody always has been talking about the N95, the N95, the N95, uh, because that mask is supposed to be the one that is uh, medical grade. However, uh, if anybody was paying attention at the beginning of the pandemic, Lots of people just started making these masks. Uh, just mm-hmm. about anybody who had a 3D printer started making, making these masks. So uh, we had an influx from all over where people were shipping them in. You know, we couldn't buy them fast enough before. Uh, places didn't have them. And then everybody was stockpiling them, you know. Uh, so that's what we're dealing with. So now you're trying to figure out, okay, well, now I have all these uh, N95s. So mm-hmm. are they good? Are they bad, Brett? Like, are they even effective? Do we even know? Um, for the fire stuff. Yeah, for the fire stuff. So uh, they basically came out and said, if you live in an area that's directly near the fires, an N95 would work. However, very recently, they uh, went around and they had to pull, They the FDA had to ban 65 different mask companies from production mm-hmm. after failed medical grade N95 testing. Mm-hmm. However, this just happened in May. Um, they had been selling those by the millions since uh, Mm mid-March. 
So those have been out there, uh, including hospitals that bought them uh, when they couldn't get them from elsewhere. Uh, the KN95 masks, some people might have seen them. They're the ones that make you look more like a duck. You know, they've got like the flat front. Mm, yeah. uh, they've got like the, the, the Donald Duck look instead yeah. of like the rounded look. I got um, a plague mask I got on uh, Amazon. <laughs> What'd you get? A, I got a, a plague mask. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Doctor, like plague bird mask things. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. So, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'll let you guys well, know. You, maybe you can like uh, sew in the N95 to the inside of that, so it'll be extremely useful, I think. Oh, I was going to put some like fragrant herbs uh, <laughs> and stuff that into the beak because yeah. I heard that's what helps. So Some we'll, sage, we'll maybe. Some sage uh, and some lemongrass, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so you might be asking yourself, like, how did this happen? Well, I mean, if you guys remember how quickly and everything was moving along, people were trying to get these masks from everywhere. I even read a story about the, uh, the New England Patriots had sent their jumbo jet to China to get more masks to bring them back to wow. the U.S. However, uh, they found out that entire... Like, the millions of masks they brought back with them, none of them were able to be used at any of the medical facilities because they did not meet um, the FDA and CDC regulations. Hmm. So, uh, the biggest issue was that the reason why you're like, how did this all slip through the cracks? Well, originally, they were tested by this company called American Regulators and stated that all of these companies were safe. Everything was safe. It was a miracle. Nobody made any mistakes, and everybody's masks just made it through production. Uh, then when the CDC and FDA had some time to start testing these masks out of the first 11 companies they went through seven of 11 test, uh, failed the tests. So those were pulled immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the big issue right now that healthcare providers were kind of pissed off about was the fact that they've known about these failed tests now since mid April, but mm -hmm. didn't go and pull any of those masks until just in May. Um, so basically like knowingly let them use them because they didn't have any alternatives, mm. uh, because they weren't available. Well, so, yeah, I'd like to say I'm, I guess, surprised, but no, not really. Um, so the, the N95, um, that, that refers to basically the size of the like particles that it can, uh, block out. Um, and the, the major like indicator for air quality is, uh, like if you see air pollution or air quality maps, it's mm -hmm. something called PM 2.5, mm -hmm. uh, particulate matter 2.5. It's has to do with basically being very, very small, like two, 2.5, uh, microns. Mm -hmm. And, um, basically, uh, you know, if, if the masks are graded to like, uh, block out the PM 2.5, um, then, you know, the next question is, well, how big is a coronavirus compared to that? And PF 2.5 is tiny. They're tiny, tiny little specks of like junk and wildfires produce this. And what's dangerous about it is that 2.5 can get deep into your lungs. If it's bigger, it usually gets like blocked out by your uh, nasal passages or, you know, your uh, cilia and your lungs and stuff uh, or, or uh, nasal passages. Um, yeah. Your body does its job. Yeah, but the 2.5 are so small that they can get deep, deep into the sensitive parts of your lungs, and that's bad. Uh, and the coronavirus is actually smaller than the 2.5, um, the uh, particles. So mm -hmm. um, we're dealing both with, with things that are very, very small, um, but theoretically should be able to be filtered by um, the, the mask uh, filtering capabilities. Um, because actually the particles that are filtered by these masks are even smaller than the coronavirus. Okay. Um, but, so that makes uh, sense. That Like, that's why it has to be to that grade. Because if it gets right. past there, then you're in trouble. 
Um, yeah, and, exactly. And we've seen that in the past with, uh, you know, like 9-11 and things like that, where there's been so much of that in the, you know, those, these particles in the air mm-hmm. where people don't have the correct equipment. And now we're seeing, you know, extreme lung damage years and years later from yeah. things like, you know, particles of like fiberglass and things like that that were in the air at the yeah. time um, that got into people's lungs and they were dealing with that. Well, and that's what's scary about like, Basically, what we're seeing is, like, back in the day, the forest fires used to be more, like, Smokey the Bear, like, more forest fires. Mm-hmm. And now the wildfires are more, like, urban fires that are happening along this, like, urban to, like, rural, like, kind of gradient where people are building their houses, like, further and further into forested areas. And so what's burning is not just wood anymore. It's, uh, like, refrigerators and cars and asbestos and God knows what, right? And that's mm-hmm. all still being converted into PM 2.5. But that like that like big question mark of what is in this crap going deep into our lungs and what is that going to do for our health long term is still like very unknown because this whole like out of control urban mega fire thing is still relatively uh, new. Yeah. So, I mean, and so to piggyback on that, when you're looking for like a, a proper mask, the only thing that you can really look to now at this point, because there are their masks are already out there. Uh, the ones that are the incorrect masks. And you don't know, you know, which one's which. Unfortunately, there's a lot going out there. I had somebody from my work who actually, uh, not a bad dude, but one of those people who tries to, like, capitalize on everything because he's all about trying to make a buck. And uh, he had a, his friend had a 3D printer, so they downloaded how to make the masks. And so they were literally out of, like, a warehouse in the middle of Southern California just making masks and putting the NIOSH branding on it because nobody would, like, a medical company wouldn't buy it without the NIOSH thing. And by the way, I found out about this after he had already been doing it, and I was like, you're an idiot and you're going to get caught. Uh, You shouldn't (laughs) be doing this because you work in medical. Uh, But they could do that. So think about, like, a guy with uh, no, no diploma, no nothing can do this. So just think about people who actually have money to be able to throw behind this. All you have to do is put that NIOSH sticker on it or a print, and it says like that it's actually approved by NIOSH. Mm. Um, and so, uh, so what you need to do is actually go online if you're like serious about buying a bunch of masks. And NIOSH, by the way, is the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health. So mm. they're the ones who finally do the testing uh, with the CDC and FDA. But if you go onto the NIOSH website, they have a list of the uh, approved medical manufacturers. So if you're looking for masks right now because your house is on fire or you're dealing with all that kind of stuff, make sure you go to the correct website to find out exactly uh, what you need so that you don't end up with the bunky masks. Mm. And speaking of bunky masks, <laughs> uh, pretty good. B plus on that segue. <laughs> that, that, was, that was solid. Um, I mean, it was kind of my fault because I used the word yeah. bunky. I don't know if I've ever used that before. So that uh, threw you for a loop. But What are you, a, like a 1920s? Uh, lawyer, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Your Honor, this is bunky. <laughs> yeah, bunkum, I say. Bunkum and uh, hooey. And speaking of all that, uh, if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, Andy, quit talking to me about NIOSH masks or whatever, because I already have plenty of socks that I plan on using for a <laughs> uh, face mask. And oh, uh, <laughs> a lot of them are pretty dirty, and so that blocks out the smell, and that should work, right? Yeah, it definitely would help with your uh, you smelling your own breath. So yeah, that's you know solid. So uh, you know what what harm could come from that from just using a sock as a mask? Well, um, 
turns out, this is our little weird kind of case study. Uh, this comes to us from China. This is a story of a 37-year-old uh, father. They gave his name, but I feel like weird about using his name because yeah, it's not too kind bad. of embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but he's a 37-year-old guy in China, so there's probably a few of those. And um, he was admitted to the hospital after experiencing chest pains and some breathing difficulties. Um, and so the doctors x-rayed him to determine what could be causing his chest pains in an otherwise healthy uh, young uh, man. Turns out uh, this guy was diagnosed with a severe fungal infection of his lungs. And when the um, medics and the doctors took an oral history from him, they discovered that this uh, fungal infection in his lungs was most likely caused by his pretty intense habit of sniffing and smelling and rubbing on his dirty socks after he'd been wearing them every day. So he would like to like uh, basically get home from work and uh, just kind of start smelling on his stinky work socks. Um, it's thought that a fungal infection that he had developed on his feet were then transferred into his lungs when he was obsessively sniffing his socks uh, and basically inhaling all of these fungal spores. Speaking of small particulate matter, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, a lot of segues here, actually. A lot of interesting overlap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is how long do you think into the conversation with the doctor uh, did it? Did the socks come up? Or did like, was he like <laughs> sitting there? My thought is like, did it actually come up or did they like walk back in after questioning him and he was sitting there smelling the sock, like his sock, you know? And they're yeah. like, whoa, do you do this often? And he's like, oh yeah, every day. So you do, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you're like, why didn't you just tell us this at the beginning? Did Like, didn't you think? And I'm thinking, well, actually this doesn't seem to be that uncommon because I remember in grad school learning about this case study where... Um, Basically, this was in one of my biostatistics textbooks, actually, which is weird. Uh, but the the case study was this this guy who went to the hospital for really bad stomach aches, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And they kept like asking him all these questions. They X-rayed him, and then they finally found that like, oh, there's like a giant eel in your ass, and he apparently had been suffering from constipation <laughs> and stuck a giant live eel up his ass because he thought that that would cure his constipation. And the eel, since it was alive and wanting to get out, it started trying to eat its way out and started causing some uh, stomach issues. That's and some... he was like, oh, you didn't think to just tell us that. That's some straight up like, uh, what is it? The, the There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. I guess she'll die. She swallowed <laughs> yeah. the mouse to swallow. And like, it's literally just like down yeah. the rabbit hole yeah. of all these yeah. things. <laughs> he <laughs> goes to like, the hospital and they're like, he's like, hmm, what could it be? Like, why is my stomach bothering me so much? Like, oh, what did I, did I eat anything weird this week? Or like, uh, I don't know. I'm not any more like stressed than usual. Uh, oh, I do have a giant live eel up my ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. could that be it? <laughs> Again, like, how quickly do you think, like, was it one of those awkward conversations where they walk in and they're like, excuse me, I have an eel in my ass? And they're like, excuse me, what'd you say, sir? I have an eel my You know, like, or was it just like, yeah, so I do this thing. It, it's not that weird. Like, the, I, I'm sure, like, 2% of the population does it. Uh, but I uh, put a live eel up my butt. And they're just like, yeah. uh, sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it was, it was. He heard it, heard constipation, and uh, you know, once I read that, and it was I, it was in my biostatistics textbook. I'm like, okay, you know, actually, biostatistics can be kind of fun. So, um, 
there you go. So uh, I, I just looked up, <laughs> by the way, before we get uh, too yeah. deep down the rabbit hole, I just looked up how off, uh, how uh, normal a foot fetish is, because this is clearly uh-huh. like that type of thing. It yeah. says one out of 100, but then it says how common are they? I guess 5% of heterosexual women have foot fetishes, 18% of heterosexual men, and 11% of lesbian and bisexual women, and 21% of gay and bisexual men. So that's a pretty big number. Yeah. Like if you, I, I mean, I'm a mathematician, you know? but if you add all those together, that's a lot of people who probably are like, I get what this guy was doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I trust those numbers exactly, but you know, it's overall, hey, it's I would say it's a, you know, it's a chunk of people and you know, whatever, if that's your thing, fine, but be aware that, um, there are some health risks associated with this. And, uh, you know, this, this guy from this, uh, this case study we're talking about, um, you know, they say he developed this quote-unquote strange custom of sniffing his worn, dirty socks. Uh, but apparently, yeah, maybe not such a strange, uh, rare thing after all. Um, it may have seemed like a harmless habit to him, but, um, you know, it was after the doctors interviewed him, they found out about his daily sock-sniffing ritual um, and realized his diagnosis of pulmonary fungal disease uh, was probably caused by inhalation of fungal spores embedded in the, quote, dank fibers of his dirty socks. Oh, quote. it's dank. The dank fibers of his dirty socks. Uh, a big confounder or a big, like, variable X or mystery variable would be, like, what what kind of work was he doing? Cause oh, would, yeah. Was he, like, an instruction to, worker? Or is he, like, uh, somebody who worked he a in... claims adjuster or something? Oh, yeah. 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 How, that, how, that would change how the amount of sweat. How dank are these socks? Yeah, would change for sure. the dankness index. Quite a bit. <laughs> uh, is that a th- is the dankness index? Is that a thing? Is that a scientific term? Yeah. yeah, it is now. So according to local media reports, he uh, he confessed as if he'd done something like wrong. I mean, you know, let your freak flag f- freak flag fly if you've got to <laughs> do whatever you got to do to get through these mm-hmm. times. Preach it. But um, you know, uh, apparently he quote unquote confessed to becoming addicted to smelling his socks that he'd been wearing. Um, it's, you know, difficult to prove that this was the exact cause of his uh, chest infection, but uh, it was, you know, really the only reasonable explanation. Uh, and it was compounded by the fact that apparently he had been suffering from a, a pretty severe lack of sleep that was compromising his immune system. Okay. Um, and that the infection could, you know, be traced back to this this lack of rest because apparently he'd been looking after like a child i don't know if he was a new a new father or or what but he's sleep deprived and uh sleep deprivation leads to weaker immune system so uh luckily they caught it he's expected to make a full recovery um but this does go out as like a warning call to others and you say well this is just a one-off right well, apparently after this media report went up on like um, Chinese social media sites, uh, it became pretty clear that he was not the only one doing this. And uh, a lot of people started commenting. So like one user commented, quote, oh, no, maybe I should stop sniffing my socks after wearing them for an entire day, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> so <laughs> this is like a like a public service, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But um by the way, this is called uh, olfactophilia. When yeah. you like to sniff feet or socks, olfactophilia, which is your olfactory senses, I believe. Uh, yeah. that you just like to percolate them by just getting a good, danky smell in there, you know? 
And uh, Urban Dictionary defines sock fetish as, quote, when the visual inheritance of socks adds to the sexual desire of another person, the attraction can range from plain white ankle socks to rainbow striped thigh highs <laughs> on the foot or taking them off the leg and vice versa. There are, it says there is many possibility, there is many possible variations to this fetish, but as long as a sock is thought of as a, of as sexy, then it constitutes a sock fetish. A sock fetish is thought to be a branch of the foot fetish fantasy tree. Used in a sentence. John? Yes, dear. Why are all your socks hard, yellow, and shoved under our sofa? One of the boys must have a sock fetish. We don't have children, you moron. <laughs> that's uh, that's, a that's good... not me. That's from Urban Dictionary. Nice. Top definition. Yeah. Um, so wait, but like you think about it like uh, aren't garters like like connected to socks or whatever? We do that with like weddings. Like that's... Maybe this is all oh. connected, you know? Mm. Like I don't it's uh yeah. it's bizarre, but I mean people people are uh you know, they got weird stuff. There's there's an industry on eBay apparently. So I went down a little bit of a like a a, a sock drawer rabbit hole on this one. And um if you look up so first of all, don't Google um yeah. sock fetish. <laughs> don't do like, it. Cuz yeah. Um we'll say let us some... let us save you that trouble and let us we're going to take the hit and we're going to end up on all the lists, the government watch lists and stuff. Um, so just take our word for it. Uh, the, the first kind of search results are not ones you want to go to uh, necessarily. Um, or maybe you do. But, or maybe you do. And, you know, <laughs> if, that's your, if that's your deal, just be aware that fungal infections are a possibility in your lungs. So eBay apparently uh, has a, a pretty big uh, worn sock um, like auction site. Okay. Uh, buying and selling uh, community is alive and well for used socks. Um, just kind of browsing some of their listings. You can get um, AU. What is that? Is that uh, Australian money uh, for $30 AU? I don't know what that is. but I um, think so. That's got to be. If we have uh, Australian what, what listeners, there's a few of you kicking around. Let what us know. Is AU, is that to? you? Yeah. One AU, $2. Doing this in real time. Yeah. So it is the Australian dollar. So mm-hmm. that is seventy uh, one one AU is worth seventy two cents. Not um, bad. So we'll how much do, was it? Uh, how much are you gonna get? We'll do forty five dollars. This is this is a groundbreaking podcasting. Uh, that is about thirty two dollars. Ooh, take that's for, a pretty penny. Uh, a pair of pre owned worn socks. Do you think I could get some for my like my running socks? I've got some like dank old running socks, you know, that I've just been kicking around. Do you think? I have a feeling maybe this I mean, is more on the uh, the lady side of things, though. I feel like it's very much I probably. Can't tell. Well, one of these pairs of socks does look pretty worn, and they have little like hearts on them and little uh, kind of yeah. frilly things around the edge. The other looks like men's socks. Oh, there we um, go. There's hope. I I feel I feel traumatized. Um, I feel uh, I feel like this is a good public service announcement, though. Um, I I think it's worth kind of exploring a little bit about like kind of the science behind this and like is it possible to get a fungal infection um, mm-hmm. from sniffing socks? Um, basically, what it's what it's doing is by you know purposefully breathing deep and sniffing deep into uh, his own socks, he was basically um, kicking up and inhaling these fungal spores, which are microscopic biological particles uh that are the the means by which fungus or fungi reproduce and disperse 
Okay. Um, so they were able to actually like kind of get displaced from his socks, go up into his uh, nasal passage and into his lungs where they developed into a fungal infection. Uh, a serious fungal infection is a pneumonia cystis pneumonia or PCP um, caused by the fungus pneumonocystis uh, drovici? Drovici? Yeah. Jirovici, maybe? I don't know. Jirovici. It depends Um, on the... uh... But this is one of the opportunistic infections that people with weakened immune systems like uh, HIV AIDS Mm -hmm. uh, get uh, or take like uh, cortis, uh, like uh, medicines that lower your body's uh, immune system. Uh, They have to traditionally worry about this kind of infection because it's uh, something I guess you're kind of exposed to in the environment and a, a healthy immune system can kind of fight it off. But, you know, he was apparently sleep deprived enough to um, his immune system let its guard down for long enough that it allowed this uh, fungal spore to uh, get up into his uh, into his guts and uh, send him to the hospital. Yeah. So. um, So if you sniff at your own risk, sniff at your own risk. Uh, And I I (laughs) you're looking at your sock drawer and you're like, oh, look at all those covid sock. Uh, you know, face masks I got just sitting there. Well, make sure they're clean at least. Yeah. And so I also went down a rabbit hole because I remembered Ooh. a show that was on, I think it was on MTV or mm-hmm. some kind of show or TLC, I think, uh, where it was called My Strange Addiction. Um, the Learning Channel, yeah. Yeah, if anybody, yeah, exactly, The Learning Channel. Um, uh, and there was a bunch of people who did weird stuff, like things that they were addicted to and like they came out and were probably <laughs> paid uh, s- small sums of money uh, yeah. to come on television to talk about their weirdness. Um, yep. Or, you know, hey, uh, not weirdness, just differences, I guess. Hey, you know. Hey, you we're know, we're not shaming anybody here, okay? Yeah. Uh, but you ain't hurting anybody. The, you know, the first one, the very first one, and I remember, I think I actually saw this episode, uh, was the girl who liked to eat sand because of the crunch. Ooh. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I can think of a lot of things that I could crunch that are edible. Uh, you know, um, oh. that aren't sand. She could have even done like you remember when you were a kid and they do like the uh, worms in dirt or like ants uh, on a uh, log type thing yeah, where they like yeah. do the uh, the treats. Go, um, go buy some leeks. Don't wash them out first. Yeah, you know? there you a lot go. of a lot of sand and dirt in there, and at least you're getting some leek uh, goodness. No, <laughs> number two <laughs> on this list was the lady who liked to drink paint because it felt like a thicker version of warm milk on her throat. Uh, <laughs> that is. We'll okay. leave it. Uh, number three was the lady who liked to chow down on rubber tires. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's another woman who liked to eat cat food. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who looks hasn't like, been there in, their, in some dark day? You know, and it looks like, I'll be honest, it looks like she's eating uh, like the hard cat food, not oh. like the soft stuff. So, I, you know, hey, to each their own. I feel uh, like I've tried cat or dog food like when I was little. Me just too. To see, you know, I feel like a lot of people have done that. Yeah. I, I remember it being horrible. Yeah. Uh, you know. And because God knows what they actually put into it. I Here's, think it's mostly like bone powder or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, like gelatin. Giblets. And, yeah. yeah. There's uh, another woman who took it even further uh, and she used to eat her cat's fur. So she would lick her cat like she was the mother cat. Yeah. Um, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'll only do a few more because this is a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> there was a woman who was addicted to the smell of gasoline. So she's more on the level of uh, the guy in China there where you're like, hey, this yeah. doesn't, you know, you're probably going to hurt yourself with this. Is it weird um, to like the smell of gasoline? Uh, I don't dislike it. That's for sure. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, 
I don't go um, after it, but if I get a whiff of it, I'm like, hey there. Hey, it's not bad, hey. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a man who ate plastic bags. Ooh, uh, and good. finally, we'll end it, and I think this is probably uh, a good mm-hmm. way to end it, um, is there was a woman who was addicted to dirty diapers. Oh, so she would good. smell, yeah. and she... Mm, she would. She loves sniffing and chewing dirty diapers. Oh, uh, so that God, one Oprah. seems like it's maybe even worse. That's a house than our friend with the socks yeah, I there. That, I feel that's like quantifiably worse. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like maybe there's some particulate matter or whatever. Yeah. That's, uh, that's <laughs> asking for a whole range of different infections and. Yeah. and let alone just the dangers of eating the, whatever the material the diapers made out of. I mean, God. Yeah. I mean, so. Jeez, Louise. God you know. bless us all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so okay. Well, uh, yeah, that'll whew, that'll do her. Um. That'll that'll do our viral particle. So we're gonna. Yeah. By the way, I know uh, we've been a little bit longer uh, on some of these episodes, but we're gonna try to keep these particles a bit shorter. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's just a fun stop off for you guys, uh, and we'll keep them rolling. Uh, but yeah, as always, we'll, if you uh, we'll we'll kind of uh, sprinkle these in between our our main kind of main episodes that are uh, they're research intensive and they're you know a little more kind of evergreen and uh, you know stuff like that. So these are the little kind of fun little tasters, little yeah, the flavor of the weeks. Yeah, uh, we're just kind of going into it. Although maybe we shouldn't end it by saying that they're like flavor of the weeks after what we just talked about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we won't end it. We'll say if you have an idea for a, an episode that you'd like to hear from us, and we have a few of them that are on the back burner. So uh, don't worry about that. There's a few psychological ones that honestly will need some uh, some people who are more qualified to talk to us. So we're actually working on getting yeah. a few people to call in, and we'll do some uh, interviews and things like that. So look forward to that. Yeah. But if you uh, but want if us you, to cover something, let us know. We got a whole list. We'll add we'll we'll add it to it. Yeah. We'll get hit, there. Hit us up at viralloadpod at gmail.com. Also always follow us on all the socials at viralloadpodcast on all of them. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. and we will get back to you. We're pretty good about getting back to the DMs. So uh yeah. So this was fun, Brett. Yeah, you know, uh, my my uh my obsession and, and fetish is is uh positive feedback and comments on uh our uh, social media or Apple iTunes. Yeah. No, I share the same fetish. It's weird. I don't know how that happened. I crave it. Um, But Brett, don't die. Uh, Wear wear a mask um, Mm -hmm. that helps with the particulates. Yep. Um, Got my clean socks ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, keep up with the LaCroix stash and we'll be good to go. Yep. All right. That goes for all you out there, you know. Fresh LaCroix a day keeps keeps the COVID particles at bay. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, say, as always, uh, I've been Andy Pupa. I'm Brett Bales. And goodbye. Ooh, that was good. Oh.